Hi, I'm Mystic, aka Cynthia, the Gabby and Spontaneous F-bomb-dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Mind Power, Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're, You're listening, listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Mystic. We are wildly curious and we want to talk about how spirit meets business, how self-expansion meets love, and how relationships meet life's true purpose. Because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together. My passion is for the powers of the mind, human nature, and the development of inner strength. I help people transform by investigating their subconscious and reframing or rewriting their internal thinking. My get-off is helping people discover their cosmic irony, where their biggest fear is actually their greatest strength. By uncovering these things, they can revolutionize what they do and how they do it. We want to share how people grow and become bigger, more integrated, more fulfilled, more passionate and inspired in their life's journey. Listen in as we explore transformations, shifts, and finding the ahas while making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. And have fun along the way. Dive in and see how Mind Power meets Mystic. Hi, Michelle here, coming to you with an episode about symbols. I thought it might be interesting for those of you who are still kind of new in all this to explain a number of common symbols that I use when I work with my clients in hypnotherapy. And while it's important for me to understand if a client has any sort of trigger points or if there's anything that if I bring up, they're going to be really negative or upset about. We all have this kind of common dictionary of symbols that can mean a lot of important things. And since the subconscious mind works largely with metaphors and symbols, I find myself repeating a lot of the same symbols in different hypnosis sessions for different people with different things going on. There's just a number of these metaphors, these symbols, these visuals that are, can be really powerful. And I thought that maybe some of our listeners would be curious to know what a few of them are in case you would like to incorporate them in your own self-hypnosis tracks or any other kind of uh, subconscious investigations you might want to be working on. So the first one I thought I'd talk about is doors. Doors come up all the time. Talking about doors is a wonderful way for the subconscious mind to explore new opportunities. What might be behind a door? What kinds of things are possible? We have this built-in language that the idea of doors gives you an idea of sort of opportunities or choices or possibilities out there. I think of it a little bit like the old show, The Price is Right, where there were multiple doors or stages and depending on which one you chose, you had options for various different prices. 
And so I work with clients a lot, having them envision various doors, memories behind doors, opportunities behind doors, because the symbol of doors is very powerful in the subconscious mind. Another one I use pretty often with clients are books. And even though we don't read as many books as we used to, books have this sense of wisdom, this sense of kind of tapping into a knowledge base. And they can be very helpful for many clients as they want to imagine things, imagine learning something, imagine being able to get some information. And so the symbol of talking about books is often helpful for a wide variety of topics because you never know what you might need information on, what you might need a book for in order to help you figure out how to answer. A third symbol that I use are boxes. And boxes have all kinds of ideas and concepts behind them as well. For some people, it's a matter of discovering a box and opening it and seeing what's inside. And I'll agree, this is something similar to doors. For other things, it might be a matter of once you've processed something, putting a symbol for it or a memento for it in a box. The idea of having a safe space that's enclosed, boundaried, is a useful visualization for many different topics that I work with my clients on. A fourth one is knots. Yes, knots like K-N-O-T-S. So it has helped many of my clients, especially clients who are struggling with problems that they don't know how to undo. They feel like they've gotten themselves into a knot. And there seems to be something powerful about having the subconscious mind work on untying knots. There seems to be a strong connection in the mind that when you're visualizing untying a knot, it helps your mind to believe in the possibility that you can find a way of clearing something, find a way of making an order of it. And so sometimes I will have clients who are struggling with a problem. Imagine that they are working with a piece of rope or a piece of jewelry that has gotten itself twisted into a knot and imagining how they could pull at the various little bits and pieces of it how they could unwind it, inspect it, and find a way to clear the knot. And while this sounds kind of simple, it seems to work with many people that by untying these knots in their mind's eye, they clear a pathway to believing that they can resolve this issue in front of them. So it's not a cure-all for everything all the time, but there is something powerful about imagining removing a knot. 
And so at this point, I want to remind all of our listeners that you are listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. I am Michelle Walters, the mind power clinical hypnotherapist part of the equation. And my partner, Cynthia Varkavisser, is taking the week off. This episode is all about symbols that I use when I work with my clients in clinical hypnosis. So I've covered a few. The next one I want to talk about is butterflies. Who doesn't like butterflies? Butterflies are a great symbol to use when working with clients in hypnosis because we almost all have a concept that butterflies are about change and transformation. And many of us had lessons in school when we were little kids where we would watch how the caterpillars became chrysalis and then the chrysalis turned into a butterfly and then the butterfly flew away. And that process is cemented into our minds as a recognition that things change, things go through different life cycles. And just like butterflies go through different life cycles, people go through different life cycles. And it's a way of imagining transformation and understanding that where you are right now may not be where you are forever. And that you need to sort of be able to not only understand about the present, but recognize that this this spot you're in is not the spot you'll be in forever. That's the cycle of the butterfly. And it's a powerful symbol to work with. The sixth one I want to talk about are birds and more specifically doves. Doves represent for many, many people peace. And so when people are really struggling and they're having a hard time, oftentimes bringing up the symbol of a dove will help somebody to sort of connect with that meaning of peace. And I'm sure that much of this goes back to the story of Noah and the ark and the dove appearing to indicate that they were nearing land. But again, it's that metaphor, it's that symbol that connects to the subconscious mind. And so dubs can be a sign of hope and peace, which is oftentimes really, really helpful for anybody who's struggling. The next symbol I want to talk about is bridges. What's so great about bridges? Again, bridges represent going from one place to another. They represent a state of change. It's moving from where you were to where you're going to be. And oftentimes bridges can be a nice way of representing that change because when you're crossing that bridge, you may look over the side, it might be a little scary, the bridge might be a little shaky, all kinds of things can be felt on bridges. But at the bottom of it, bridges really represent change and moving from place to place. And so often that is a very helpful metaphor for people working to change things in hypnosis. The last thing I want to talk about is water. And water can come in many different forms. Water can be in the form of rain. Water can be in the form 
of a shower and cleaning yourself. Water can be in the form of a river that's moving and taking you from one place to another. Water can be in the form of snow or ice. Water has all of these different potential properties and depending upon the person and depending upon the situation, water can be a really helpful metaphor for thinking about how someone might want to shift from one way of thinking to another. So maybe it's a matter of thinking about imagining the water of ocean waves and how they come over and over again in this consistent repeating pattern, giving somebody a sense of stability and regularity and the, the notion that some things are very consistent and they don't change. Or it might be in the form of having someone imagine a trip down a river where at one point in the river, it's a city and at another point in the river, it's an open field. So there's really just a whole lot of goodness and opportunities that can come from imagining different kinds of water. So I hope that you have found it interesting to think about some of these different symbols and how I use them with my clients in hypnotherapy, but they can also be powerful symbols for you, whether you're working in self-hypnosis or you're working on crafting a meditation, but just know that these are common symbols that are good for lots of people and almost certainly you have some unique symbols that are especially good for you. And I would highly encourage you to weave them into your subconscious mind in order to help you think in the most productive and healthy way possible. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic, Michelle Walters signing off. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic.